What's up, guys? Welcome to the Tanner Stump Lifestyle and Leadership Podcast, where we talk about faith, fitness, and culture-related topics. Hope everybody's having a fantastic day and even fantastic week so far. Give you guys a few seconds to get a piece of paper, a pen, a pencil, a legal pad, and we're going to get rocking and rolling. And where I want to get to today before we start taking notes and when uh, we really get into it is I want to talk about vision. And to paint a little bit of perspective today of where we're going today is um, a lot of people in our culture today, uh, and this goes for myself included as well, our vision isn't necessarily the vision that God has for us. Our vision is trying to fulfill maybe our parents, um, our coworkers, in the relationship, and the friendship, uh, stuff in that nature. So where I want to get to is we can focus so much on fulfilling the vision of other people today that everything looks fine on the surface level, but internally we're struggling. We're trying to fill that void with coping mechanisms. We're not really fulfilling the vision that God excuse me, has given us. So where I want to get to today and uncover and unpack, if you guys are ready to rock and roll, I want to go to Old Testament and I want to go to the book of Daniel. And I want to talk about where it says in Daniel chapter 12, verse 3, those who lead many to righteousness will shine like the stars forever. So something I try to do on a daily basis, and this is not perfect by any means, but where I've came from to where I'm at now, I want people to know that, you know, this is not easy work, you know, casting a vision, doing something with meaning, doing something with purpose. And for so many people today, they want to act like they've uh, arrived at a destination or that they have all the ducks in the row. They got all the answers. They got the ace of spades, if you will. And so uh, vision, doing the vision that God wants you to do, that's got to be something you got to pray about. That's got to be something you have to seek for. Because so many people in culture today are so focused on doing what's comfortable, doing what their parents want them to fulfill. I know a lot of people in my friend circles, my family, uh, and this even goes for me for many years. I was trying to fulfill a vision, trying to fulfill a void of what other people around me were doing, trying to fit in the crowd, if you will, trying to fulfill what my cousin was doing, what my parents wanted me to do necessarily, which is not bad at all, but also at the same time is so many people get so caught up in trying to do that that you know, 20 years later down the road, they're at a corporate job that they don't love, but since their parents do it, uh, unfortunately, they're falling in the same footsteps. So is the vision that you're trying to fulfill today, is it God's vision or is it somebody else? There's a big difference in that. I want you guys to really digest that metaphorically speaking and really think about that today and see where God's going to take you in life and kind of get the ball rolling in the right direction. So I want to go to Daniel uh, chapter 1, starting in verse 15. It says, At the end of the ten days... Daniel and his three friends looked healthier and better nourished than the young men who had been eating the food assigned by the king. So after that, they attended feed them only vegetables instead of the food and wine provided for the others. God gave these four young men an unusual aptitude for understanding every aspect of literature and wisdom. And God gave Daniel the special ability to interpret the meanings of vision and dreams. When the training period ordered by the king was completed, the chief of staff brought all the young men to King Nebuchadnezzar. The king talked with them, and no one impressed him as much as Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. So they entertained the royal service. Whenever the king 
considered them in any matter requiring wisdom and balanced judgment, he found them ten times more capable than any of the magicians and enhancers in this entire kingdom. Daniel remained in the royal service <coughs> excuse me, till the first year of, king, of the reign of King Cyrus. So wherever you're at in life today, wherever you've been through, whatever you're currently going through, the vision that God has for your life, what is that? Write it down. Put it on a piece of paper so you can visualize it, so you can see it, so it can be set in stone. So many of us today, and looking back to where I was years ago, to where I'm at now, I kind of had this grandiose idea of I was going to accomplish X, Y, or Z, but I wouldn't write anything down in stone. I wouldn't pray about it. I wouldn't seek God. Um, I was so fulfilled and so caught up in trying to fulfill the vision of other people. So what I did was I used very unfortunate and very negative coping mechanisms, food, pornography, stuff in that nature, you name it, gave me that instant gratification, gave me that dopamine hit. So for a lot of people today, they still struggle with stuff in that nature. Maybe it, for you, it's something completely different pertaining some kind of addiction or some kind of bad habit that produces a negative outcome. So where I want to get to is we're going to have to start to fulfill that vision. We're going to have to start to seek about it. We're going to have to start to pray about it, obviously, but taking action on a day in and day out basis, being committed to that. So many people are afraid of failing today on the vision, you know, making mistakes, you know, not necessarily having everything 10 out of 10 day in and day out. And we're so focused in our society today on the weaknesses of what our work wants us to do, what our parents want us to do, what um, you know, at school wants us to do, etc. Nothing wrong with that. But if you focus so much on the weaknesses, somebody else is going to fulfill that. And if you focus on the strengths, you're going to fulfill the vision, the mission that God has set before you in your life. Um, something that I had to learn, you know, some hardships in it and lessons in life is that um, I've had to be very transparent and very communicative with people uh, in regards to when they're trying to make me focus in on a task that necessarily is not a strength of mine. I'll learn it. I'll be willing to do that, but it's not something that I'm going to excel at. So yes, you got to have passion for the vision. Yes, you got to have zeal. You got to have enthusiasm. You got to have joy. But also at the same time, fueling the body like we've talked about, your nutrition, your diet is going to help navigate things in the right direction as far as you know, getting the ball going down the court, getting that vision off. So maybe your vision today is you want to have a business someday. You want to pay it forward. You want to give it back to other people around you. Uh, maybe your vision is you're going to help out people. You're going to coach them in basketball, football, stuff in athletics in that realm from that standpoint. Uh, maybe your vision is more so of owning your own business, your own boutique, a cafe, doing something pertaining social media and stuff in that realm. So I don't know where exactly it is today in your life, what your vision is, what that looks like. But to paint some perspective, what are you reading today? Who are you listening to? What do your friends look like? Are they challenging you? Are you being encouraged? Are you around people who are casting vision, who are encouraging you, who are equipping you? Are you around people who are consistently uh, reading books, consistently listening to podcasts, going to self-help uh, seminars? You know, Are they involved in their local church? Right, So just because you go to church doesn't mean you have all your ducks in a row. And I think for so many of culture today, the reason why the church is dying and the vision for the church is that you know the next generation is going to take it over and lead by example in that realm and you know lead up other leaders and stuff like that too is um, we've got to be honest with people. We've got to be 
transparent with people, you know. Uh, I've been hurt at church. Maybe you have too. So my vision is to always be transparent, always be authentic, help people come from pain to purpose, help people to, you know, continue to learn, continue to evolve because this world we live in today is constantly evolving. You're constantly uh, learning new things, new skills, new habits, if you will, to uh, add to your arsenal, to add to your craft. That way you can start to develop it more. And where I want to go to next is I want to go back to Daniel and chapter 2. It's talking about the dream in verse 24. Then Daniel went in to see Eric, whom the king had ordered to execute the wise men of Babylon. Daniel said to him, don't kill the wise men. Take me to the king and I will tell him the meaning of his dream. Ariok quickly took Daniel to the king, and I said, I have found one of the captives from Judah who will tell the king the meaning of his dream. The king said to Daniel, also known as Belshazzar, we're going to go with that. <laughs> I'm not real certain, to be quite honest. Is this true? Can you tell me what my dream was and what it means? Daniel replied, there are no wise men, enhancers, magicians, or fortune tellers who can reveal the king's secret. But there is a God in heaven who reveals secrets, and he has shown King Nebuchadnezzar what will happen in the future. Now I will tell you your dream and the visions you saw as you lay on your head. While your majesty was sleeping, you dreamed about coming events. He who reveals secrets has shown you what is going to happen. And it is not because I am wiser than anyone else that I know the secret of your dream, but because God wants you to understand what was in your heart. In your vision, your majesty showed your majesty you saw standing before you a huge shining statue of a man. It was a frightening sight. The head of the statue was made of the fine gold. Its chest and arms were silver, its belly and thighs were bronze, its legs were iron, and its fear were a combination of iron and baked clay. So the vision today. You got to start taking action steps day in and day out. God appreciates your prayers. He appreciates you reading your Bible. Appreciates you going to church, you know, putting forth the effort, trying to be more disciplined in your nutrition, your fitness. But if, you know, nutrition and fitness is not a vision of yours, which is mine, I want to help people to lose weight. I want to help people come from paying the purpose. I want to help people that have been struggling with this for many years. I want to look them right in the eye and I'm going to say, hey, I understand exactly where it is you're at in life today. If you meet me halfway, I'm going to meet you halfway. We're going to get you taken care of. But, you know, you got to do the work too. Vision is only as important as action and, and following up with putting one foot in front of the other on a day in and day out basis. So getting to my point today, maybe God's told you what your vision is, but you're living in fear. You're living with anxiety. You're living in scarcity. You're letting sound bites. You're letting other people around you day in and day out just fill you full of all this crap. It's so negative. They gossip. They make really coarse jokes about people around you. They're not necessarily people who live with integrity of being the same person they are at home as they are at work. They're two-faced. So <clears throat> a lot of people today want to live this two-faced life, and that's not God's vision for you. God's vision for you is to step out of your comfort zone and stop being a spectator on the sidelines. I realize at the age of almost 26 that what God's called me to do is not necessarily comfortable by any means, but the vision he has placed on my life, the calling he has placed on my life is far more 
valuable is far more urgent than me staying on the sidelines all the time and acting like I have all my ducks in a row and acting like I've never sinned and acting like I've been a perfect charismatic my entire life. That is such a false dichotomy and I can't stand it when people act like the, the vision is so perfect, they've never made a mistake, they've never sinned, they've never you know failed. That is just pride and that is ego. And what pride and what ego does is it gets in the way of vision. It gets in the way of what God has set before you. So get pride, get ego, get that out of your life. Be humbled at times. There's been many times in my life to where I thought I've arrived somewhere. I thought I was going to have this self-righteous attitude. I was going to do X and Y. I was going to listen to all this Christian music while I'm in the gym. I'm not going to play any Chris Brown up in here or any Tupac. But the fact of the matter is, you know, it's about the direction. It's about the progression. It's not about having this legalistic perspective of everything's going to be perfect because of the vision that God has placed on my life. No, there's going to be some ups. There's going to be some downs. And there's going to be some curveballs thrown at you. But you have to get back up and you've got to keep going daily, making your bed, brushing your teeth, putting on deodorant. That's part of the vision. That's part of doing the small things of laying the groundwork on a daily basis. And a lot of people might not look at it from that perspective, but from the time your feet hit the floor every single day, you can check your phone, you can check social media, or you can start to reframe your mind and have a perspective of, God, thank you for another day. Thank you for this vision. Thank you that I'm going to be transparent. I'm going to be authentic with people. I don't want them to ever think that Tanner has all his crap together, that he has all his ducks in a row because I've failed as a man. I've made mistakes. I've done things I'm not proud of when it pertains you know, how I've treated people and stuff in that nature, and the list can go on and on and on. But I want to have an attitude of humility today. I want to have an attitude of trying to learn and trying to grow and trying to help people out and try to do unto others as I wish others would do unto me. So the vision is about the people. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about the people around you. It's about paying it forward, and it's about helping them get from point A to point B, whatever that is today in your life, maybe in your business, how you coach people uh, in your relationships, in your friendships, the small group that you lead. Uh, maybe you're a personal trainer. Maybe you're somebody who um, is trying to grow a business. Maybe you're somebody that's a karate instructor. I don't know what that looks like for you today, but I know that you have a vision. I know that you have purpose. I know that you have meaning in life. <clears throat> and so when we start to peel back the onions, if you will, and we start to be honest with people and let them know of what we stand for, what our core values are, uh, what the mission is in life, what the vision is, what we can see, visualize, what we can have it written in stone as well. You know, you'll start to earn respect with people. It is not given, it is earned. And I had the false, you know, sense for years that, you know, respect is going to be given. No, it is earned. Going back to Daniel chapter 2, verse 34. As you watched, a rock was cut off from a mountain, but not by human hands. It struck the feet of iron and clay, smashing them to bits. The whole statue was crushed into small pieces of iron clay, bronze, silver, and gold. Then the wind blew them away without a race, without a trace, like chaff on a threshing floor. But the rock that knocked the statue down became a great mountain that covered the whole earth. That was a dream. Now we will tell the king what it means. Your majesty, you are the greatest of kings. The God of heaven has given you sovereignty, power, strength, and honor. He has made you the ruler over all the inhibited world, and he has put even the wild animals and birds under your control. You are the head of gold, 
But after your kingdom comes to an end, another kingdom interferes to yours, will rise to take your place. After that kingdom has fallen, yet a third kingdom represented by bronze will rise to the rule of the world. Following that kingdom, there will be a fourth one, as strong as iron. That kingdom will smash and crush all previous empires, just as iron smashes and crushes everything it strikes. So if you're constantly around people who are crushing, who are demolishing, who are depleting, and your family and your friends, um, at your coworkers, etc., they don't have the same vision as you. They don't necessarily have to. But I'm going to tell you, after a while, it's going to get very old. You're going to start to get depleted. You're going to start to get PO'd. Being around individuals who are more concerned about staying on the sidelines, doing everything from a comfortability perspective instead of doing the vision, doing the mission, fulfilling the purpose that God has called them to do in life. So I'm asking you today to be courageous, to be bold, to take a step of faith. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be very uncomfortable. But you're going to learn. You're going to grow. You're going to be stretched. I'm taking a lot of steps in, in my own life personally right now, right? So I left the job a couple weeks ago. You know, unfortunately, it was a very uh, good learning experience, but it was just a very toxic culture. And I'm not going to be around individuals like that for the next 20 or 30 years. I'm after growth. I'm not after comfortability, right? And so another area in my life I'm praying about too is, you know, taking on this this new task, this new opportunity. I'm not real certain about it, but I'm going to pray about it. Because the vision for my life is I want to help people. I want to help people come from pain to purpose, to lose weight, but also look at it from more of a faith perspective that, you know, it's going to help them feel better in their energy, in their relationships, their friendships, how they treat people. They're not going to be so much depressed and fulfilled with anxiety anymore because what you eat, how you fuel your body, how you work out, you know, it affects your mental health, but also from a physiological standpoint, it affects your body as well too. So they, they both go hand in hand. But maybe the vision for your life today is more so of counseling people, helping them out with some kind of addiction, helping them to overcome some kind of adversity. Maybe it's alcohol, drug abuse, etc. Maybe they were physically or verbally abused as a child and you're trying to help them out because you've been in their moccasins today. So I don't know what that vision looks like for your life today, but I'm telling you to hone in on your craft today. Start to develop it more because it's going to fulfill you when you help out other people. Not necessarily trying to do what other everybody else is wanting you to do around you because that will only get you so far in life. And so many people today live this surface level crap life of, you know, this is just so much fun what I'm doing today. And, <clears throat> excuse me, internally, it's just hell for them. You know, crap's going to hit the fan eventually and... I know that's not what you guys want to hear today, um, but I'm just being transparent, honest with you guys, because I've been in a season of my life too, where I was just so concerned about playing Disneyland, so concerned about fulfilling the vision that my family wanted me to do, my friends, my coworkers, etc. Tanner, you're so good at this. Awesome. That is not the vision that God has placed on my life today. So we need to start to have a growth mindset and stop giving a crap so much about the approval of man around us. I've told people before that that's not my strength. That's my weakness. I'm going to focus on my strengths. I'm not going to focus on my weaknesses. You know, I understand that we can learn, we can grow from those two, but, you know, I'm going to focus in on what God wants me to do. You know, and I ask you guys to do the same thing. Focus in on what he wants you to do today. Um, Because I know for so many people, it's just, you know, going through the motions, doing things on autopilot, no purpose, no meaning, no intentions, no motives that are pure and that are genuine on a daily basis. Um, So I want to do everything from a, excellent standpoint and I want you guys to do the same as well too because it's it's about teamwork 
It's about the community. It's about, you know, God first, others second. Ultimately, we come last. So that's about servant leadership. That's about being selfless. So the vision today, what does it look like? Who is it for? And why are you doing it? And is it fulfilling you for the long term? Or is it fulfilling other people? There's a big difference. Ask yourself that question. That's something I've had to ask myself personally as well. Hope you guys have an awesome rest of your week. And until next time, please remember to like, share, subscribe. If you found this content helpful, and please rate us, review us, and uh, give me any feedback on how we can grow, um, any topics you want me to cover, and stuff in that nature. Love you guys. Till next time.